Blog Talk Radio. Young boy to mess with, or they 
younger. She does both. Okay. And if you paid close attention, she had gut coming out of the front. I wasn't paying that much attention, man. She I know looked you really, really good. I know you weren't. It was horrible. He's like, I told you what I was listening for, and that's what I was there for. I wanted to see some soul music, and I didn't see it, so I was a little upset by that. I don't really buy into all of the other mumbo-jumbo and stuff that goes on, so. I hear you. So how you doing, man? How's your week, though? I can't complain. You know, I haven't done too much this week. Just uh, this and that. I completely forgot about the Grammys. If you wouldn't have brought it up, I wouldn't even thought about it. Because I wanted to definitely ask you why LL Cool J had a pinky ring on. I don't. I think he had a pinky ring on because LL Cool J closed the show and he wanted to remind everyone that even though he's not relevant in music, he's still somewhat relevant. I missed the end. Yeah, he closed the show um, in classic LL form. Um, Doing a doing a little shucking job and licking his lips, and he he did a new single <laughs> that um he has coming out. You know, it just it was pretty much the same. It was it was t- Taylor Swift with a song that shouldn't have been open, and LL with a song that shouldn't have been closed. So you know, it was a classic Grammy moment. I'm tired of her too. You know that. You stop that. Taylor Swift is my guilty pleasure. Stop that. You come on, man. How can your guilty pleasure be somebody that don't eat themselves? You, you always me? you always go to this place. I'm not going there with you. So t- talk, talk talk to everybody about what we did last week. We had a great show last week, man. Great a great we, guest too, didn't we? We had a fantastic show last week. We had a guest that just was completely real. That'll yeah, shout out. Big shout out to Paris Tone and Mother's Favorite Child. He kept it all the way real on the Neil Soul Show last week. Um, check it, check that out at blogsonradio.com slash XTL for the archived episode. Just a really, really good show. Shout out to everybody in the chat room, everybody that's listening on their cellular devices, on their desktops, laptops, whatever it is that you're on. We have a we have a really, really good show tonight. I, I know you're excited because I'm excited because we have one of our favorites on tonight. Kelly Rowland? Well, listen, see, I spoke to Kelly, right? And I mean that. See, y'all, 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 y'all think I'm lying when I talk about talking to these people. I spoke to Kelly, and she's busy for the next two weeks, so we're still working on that. But we have one of our other favorite people on tonight. Okay. You know, Darian, I guess, tonight, right? Darian is, is, is back on the Neo Soul Show. Ah. Wasn't he our first guest? He was our first guest on the, initial, on the initial inauguration show, so we have come full circle. It is finally, finally complete, and he will be our guest tonight. And also, Sister Sweet is going to come on in less than 120 seconds, and we're going to talk to her about what she has in rotation. Since it's been a month, you know, we, we spoke with Drake last month, we did first in rotation segment with him, and Sister Sweet is going to bring us the second in rotation installment. That's good. So, uh, everything's good. You know, we got one of those jam-packed shows that you love. You know, you know how you and Sister Sweet get when y'all on the line together. <laughs> was wasn't Darian? Was Darian the one? No, Darian wasn't the one. Okay. There was somebody that she was real extra about. I can't remember. But... Tim Terry. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. But wait, but wait. Before she comes on, let me let you know. She sent me a text message that about some some wife beater shirt that Darian had posted on Facebook, and, uh-huh. and, and I, yeah, it was it was pretty bad. I know she's listening, and that's why I said it. So when she comes on, be sure to ask her about that. Oh my goodness, <laughs> she has it bad. She does. Matter of fact, why don't we go ahead and get into that right now? We're gonna bring Sister Sweet on and get to the in rotation. <laughs> Hey, Sister Sweet. You are so wrong for that. <laughs> I, you know what, teammate? I'm gonna get you back for that one. Why you I'm gonna get, get you back. back. I'm gonna get you back hey, for that me, one. You see that? You know that 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 photo is on the Righteous Music site. It wasn't like I went out looking for it. It was just there, <laughs> and I was looking for a photo and. That's what it is, uh-huh. you know. But you have to bring it up. 
It's a white beater mm. shirt. I'm you, sorry. You, you know I was going to bring it up because, I mean, she hit me up like, oh, my God, did you see the picture of? And I was like, no, I did not see it. <laughs> I guess I, I I'm the mom. wrong person, huh? Yeah, you should have hit you up. That's what's not fair. She acts like I'm a monster when I text her about stuff like that. Darian <laughs> is a great artist. He just happens to look good. I'm sorry. Well, can't help well, it. well, we'll we'll talk more about that when he comes on. Right now, it's all about you and your in rotation playlist. Okay. Well, you know, I'm not I'm not Drake. I'm not a musician, so I was I was kind of um I was kind of scared to do this, but what? I'm gonna do the best I can. Because um, I can't talk about music Because I'm not a musician at all But my first person In rotation is Rochelle Farrell Are you familiar With those uh, with Rochelle Farrell Yes I am As am I And like I told you earlier She is actually I just found out That I have to move to New York Tomorrow <laughs> Because She is in the blue note for the next four days. <laughs> she did the blue note for the next four days, so you guys better get there because, you know, my, the, the, the clip that we're going to play is from her album, Rochelle Farrell, when she was not an independent artist. She was actually with a, with a major label. But um, it's called Sentimental. And for those of you who are not familiar with it, Rochelle Farrell, she is the truth. I've seen her in concert once, um, but her album, Chef um, Rose from the 90s, and I still play it every day. It, it's in my rotation. She has a six octave range, which I think is give, not giving her her due because her range is so large. Um, she's done... Um, Duet with people like Will Downing. Um, her other um, her other albums include Individuality, Can I Be Me, which I think is the first album that she did after she left her record label, and then First Instrument, which is the jazz album, which I think she did before uh, she, she signed with that record label. But she is the truth, and if you get a chance to go see her, see her at the Blue Note in New York City, please pay for my move because I need to go see her. <laughs> I really do. So anyway, okay, I guess, go ahead and I, play her. Yeah, I guess that was my cue. Okay, well, this is Pharrell, the sentimental. Ha, 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 ha. 
Why are you hey, teasing him like that? Why are you teasing him like that, Sister Sweet? <laughs> I thought I had more there because I thought, it, it, I mean, you know what? I am not technically savvy when it comes to music, but I just wanted people to hear her range, and I guess I I, I um, took it off too soon. Well, that's all but right. Richelle, the, the chat the chat room is in love with Rochelle Pharrell, so they're happy with that. Oh pick. God, I love Rochelle Pharrell, and like I said, I saw her in concert at a casino and she was I mean, she was with Will Downey and it was just fantastic and I think that she is so underappreciated. She is the bomb. Okay, I'm done. Okay. Okay. One, one one down. Okay. Now I'm gonna talk about D'Angelo. Oh Lord. And I oh, know you guys God. don't like me talking about D'Angelo, but He's only had two albums out, and he is still in rotation with me. Um, you know, he has the first album was Brown Sugar, and the second album was Voodoo. And the song that I'm going to play, or you guys are going to play, is Higher, which is the song that I'm going to play at my wedding if I ever decide to get married. Uh, he is. I think that he is, he's been through a lot of problems, but, you know, a lot of geniuses go through problems um, because they try to live up to the standards that the industry um, wants them to live up to. And I think that's what happened to D'Angelo. Um, but that's just my opinion. I don't know what's going on with him. But anyway, he's bad. And Higher is one of my favorite songs, and it's from his first album, Brown Sugar. All right. Well, regretfully, this is D'Angelo. This is Higher. Stop that. Are you familiar with Ndambi? 
I am now. I've gotten familiar with her over the last few months. Okay. Well, you know, I, we talked earlier and that the first the song that I wanted to play um, actually had a lot of uh, expletives in it. My niece told me to play it. I'm like, oh my god, I can't play that on the on the Neil Soul show. So, um, zombie is truly uh, a throwback to the '70s, and um, "Lie," which is the song that we're going to play next, talks about living a double life, and it also subtly, subtly talks about the Long Island Expressway "Lie." Pure '70s song. Um, so go ahead and play it. And look all right. And Dombi, L.I.E. Put me down. See, I lift you up. 
Okay. I'm done. Said it's a little lovely. Right. It was a nice playlist, though. A little, little, little old mixed with a little bit of new. I know a lot of my old. I, I love the old stuff, so you know, it is what it is. Listen to the chat room. They're like, no, that's a decade for Rochelle Pharrell and Angela. That's a decade old. But you know what? It's good music. Well, the next time we get you on, we've had to get some the same artist and some updated stuff from them. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, so we will thank you. All right. Yeah. Have a good night. Tell Darren I said. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll tell Darren you said something. He's on the line, and I'm not we're not gonna start the interview with you flirting with him. I can't wait to tell him about this this picture. Yeah, so what we're going to do is get into a couple of songs where we can just, you know, collect ourselves, collect our thoughts after the air rotation playlist. We have a remix song that we're going to play that tonight's guest, Darian, is on. And we also have a single from Darian from off his last album. So we're going to play Damn Sister first, the remix by... Gerard Anthony featuring Darian, Eric Robeson, John Bibbs, and Wildman. And then we're going to play Show Ya. It's the Neil's Old Show. Be right back. Hey, John, you know I know what you're talking about, man. Something about the situation seems like for me, though. See, I know the type of girl. You're talking about She never sweats But she still work it out Lord knows that she can fill in some jeans And when she moves She's left in the seams Yeah It's like I already know her I thought she might have been an illusion But when I talked to her I realized it was her The girl that I'd been talking to Had a damn sister Tell me, is she good like you or the bad sister? I mean, damn sister, I wonder what we should do now. We could be a bad sister, cause we could never be your
Mm-hmm. Sound familiar, right? Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. It was good stuff about 12 months ago. The last time we spoke with his brother. Still good no. stuff. I see in the chat room, I see some, some messages in the chat room saying Darian. Yeah, he's the man. Are you going to let me ask him how many Valentines he has this year? Or are you going to get on my case if I ask him that? I'm going to let you ask Darian whatever you want to ask Darian because it's Darian. There you go. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, our super friend, the first <laughs> guest on the inaugural episode of the Neo Soul Show, Darian <laughs> Dean. Yeah. What? What's good, y'all? What's good, y'all? Yes, the inaugural show. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm really talking about right there, for real. <laughs> What's going on, man? Man, just grinding. You know, the, the grind continues, man. As you said, you know, we've been rocking it out for a minute, so, you know, we're on to, to newer and better things. Just continuing, man. Just continuing to keep pressing forward. That's what's up, man. Yes, we yes. talk about you all the time because you you were you were the first one on the show and you were great. So, we always refer to you. So, you you kind of set the bar. So, when guests come on and they're a little dry or they're a wet blanket, we we say, "See, that person's not a Darren." That's why that's why I'm on the inaugural show. That's what this is about right here. You know, that's why you get reelected. That's why inauguration happens. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly why that has to happen like that. Come on now. <laughs> you know how we do this, man. Oh man, we don't even have to ask you anything, man. The chat room is is giving us tons of questions for you. Oh, let's go, let's go, let's go. Go ahead, T. Mitch. I know you want to go ahead, man. Yeah, you know, since the last time you were here, Darian, Q just kind of put this whole interview thing on me, so. <laughs> oh, 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 that's how it works? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's kind of just on my shoulders. Uh, the first question in the chat room comes from Young Diddy in the chat room, and his question is, in your opinion, how do you measure the success of an indie artist? Wow, he coming right out with the big guns. He ain't even trying mm-hmm. to get into the knife fight. He was just straight with it. He was like, boom, okay. <laughs> right out the, right know, out the gate. Right, right out the gate, right out the gate. No, for real, you know, it's kind of a hard question to answer because every indie artist is different. I mean, I think I'm going to just speak broadly and say that I think a lot of artists have had to adjust their expectations. I mean, I'm sure a lot of us have probably came into the game and thought, you know, I'm going to be doing Madison Square Garden and boom, 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 and that was their first thought coming out the gate. But as an indie artist, there's so much more that you have to do in managing the business side of it that you do have to kind of adjust your expectations on some levels. Um, but again, with that being said, every indie artist is different what they what they measure as success. I mean, my first success, and I tell everyone that, is finishing that record. Finishing an album is a major, major accomplishment for an independent artist because there's so much that goes into doing that. And getting it done to, to that point that you feel proud to present it Without like you know, I mean, when we when we when I do my first couple of little projects, you know, every time I would give it to somebody, I'd be like, well, you're gonna have to turn up the bass a little bit when you put it in the car. But if you go in your house, you're gonna have to turn down the, tr-. you know what I mean? It was like one of those things where I knew not everything was to the way I wanted it, and I was given all these little, uh, you know, these little caveats. But once you release that record, you know, you don't know who's gonna get it and how it's gonna go, so you have to put your first and your best foot forward. And so getting that record accomplished is the first major thing. Um, but of course, man, once you start to uh, to get on shows like this and get people talking about you and having an opportunity to speak about your music and present your personality and everything like that, that's also another step. So it's all combined, you know what I mean? I, mean, I don't know if I'm answering the brother's question fully. I know, I know for me, the next level of it is going to be finishing the next record and, you know, um, taking it to other places because traveling mm-hmm. was a massive one for me. You know, we went, I went to Kazakhstan last year. We did the, um, the Capital Jazz Cruise, you know, went to Japan. Those were all major milestones for me because for the first time I was able to travel and share this message that really just started on a, on a pen and a piece of paper, you know, at the mm-hmm. time because, you know, we, I didn't have an iPad back then. You know, I was a little, little <laughs> You know, I want to date the album, but let's just say I was still using the number two. Okay. I think he answered the question, T. Mitch. I think it was, I think it was a good answer. Now, before T. Mitch asks you another question out of the chat room, I gotta ask. 
Valentine's Day. Tomorrow's Valentine's Day, Darian. You're the man. How many gifts you got to buy? How many gifts I got to buy? I mean, the only person I really got to hand was my mom's. You know, that's it, man. You know, that's it. See, this is the, this is the radio answer. You got to go in on them here. You know, really, you know, the only person that really touches my heart like that is my mom. You know, because <laughs> that's love forever, you know? No, <laughs> nah, nah. I'm actually, man, this year, man or not, I've been really, really, like, reclusive, man. I've been underground. Like, you know, we're going we're gonna to definitely get into that in the interview as far as the new record I've been working on, man. But it's been mm-hmm. it's been really, really about that. I mean, I've been I've been married to the work, man. As, as cliche as that sounds, and it does sound very cliche right now, mm-hmm. that's really, you know. And okay. my dude's going to get some flowers. She's going to get some <laughs> That's what's up. All right, T-Mitch, that, that was, I needed to know that. Because I like to live my dreams through Darian, so go ahead. Man. And I and I live it. my dreams through other folks, so I'm like trying to find now. You know what I'm saying? I gotta look look see the next chance to live my dreams through it. So, so, so time is like, you know, that's how the cycle goes. Exactly, exactly. All right, well let's let me take another one in the chat room before I hit the the questions that I have. Uh, Debrina Rogers in the chat room. Her question is. What's your musical educational background? And do you think an artist that studies music presents a better quality of music and showmanship? Wow, these are serious questions, man. (laughs) (laughs) Your listeners are going in. It's not like they're like, you know, what's your favorite color, man? Does that inspire you to write? Like, is green something that inspires you to write? No, it's not like we have the best listeners in, in, in I, radio. Mm-hmm. I, I see that. I see that. I see that. You know, my, my, my musical education is probably best summed up as the radio. Like, that's really where I learned most of my craft by listening. Well, when radio was radio. Let's, let's, let's put a little caveat on in there, too. But um, I really grew up listening to stuff. I, didn't, I, I, wasn't, like, I wasn't like a church cat. I wasn't going into, into the church and learning in the choir. I wasn't, I wasn't the guy mm-hmm. who went to music school. I didn't go to Berkeley. I didn't do any of those things. Um, I literally just loved music, and I just, like, kind of studied it on my own, you know, and came to a lot of my own, um, my own thoughts and my own, um, you know, just, just my own understanding of it. I mean, I definitely studied different artists and, and thought, like, what is it that makes their their thing so magical? I mean, everybody has a gift, but there's still something, even in that gift, if you really look at it, you go, oh, okay, I see what they do. This is a person that is really a, uh, somebody who likes to master words. And for myself, I've always been somebody who likes to tell stories. I mean, I started really as an MC, so... A lot of my thing is really about, um, you know, storytelling and lyricism. I'm really a big believer in the arts of song, you know, and, and the, the craft of songwriting. Um, so going to the part B of that question, I think if you have um, an appreciation of the knowledge that's required to do certain things in music, you are a better musician. Like for myself, when I step into a room with a, with, with a band, I have a great appreciation for their skill set and what they bring to my project and what they are able to do as they transform my music and really make it possible for me to do what I do. You know what I mean? So when I walk in, I don't take any of that for granted. And I also am also trying to uh, learn more on my own. You know, I do study and I'm, I'm trying to like pick up things on my own. And, you know, I do a little bit of production as well in addition. So, you know, but a lot of my stuff is really self-taught. You know, and I don't and I don't look at one artist self-taught versus somebody who went to school as any different as long as they both have an appreciation uh, for the music itself and and you know a revere like they revere it. You know what I'm saying? Like those are the things that I think you need to have. I love it. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, I know my first question since uh, we are going to get into the album. The last time we spoke, we were in the beginning stages. Of the album, and I was I was actually at Drum in um, December, the night you uh, performed a couple of the, the songs off the album. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, what's 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 where, where are we at with the album, and and what's the feeling on the album? Are you feeling like you you got exactly what you wanted to put into it, or or you know did everything come out the way you wanted it to come out? I mean, you know, as an independent artist, going back to that, there's never going to be I got everything I wanted, you know, because I was really trying to, you know, get the white horses to bring me into drum, you know what I'm saying? Like, all of that, you know, that wasn't going to happen. We had budgetary restrictions. So, you know, I had to, the, the church choir and, and the violin section, I couldn't fit them in, into the studio, you know, all of that stuff. But as far as the, the album is concerned, um, 
I'm, I'm, I'm really, really excited about it. I did what, what many independent artists do, and I think I just kept adding joints. And then, you know, what happened is you get, you get hit with all of these, all of these songs, and you have to really start to figure out what's going to make this project. Like at this point, I have far too much for a record, and I'm, and I'm happy about that. But I do have to look at it and, and try and pull, pull it together. And you know, there's certain things we got to do. I mean, we're still, we're still in the recording phase. But as far as the message and what I wanted to say. And, and the different topics I wanted to touch Because, you know, my thing last time And I think we spoke about that Was I just didn't I don't want to just write love records and stuff I didn't do it the first time And I'm certainly mm-hmm. not doing it this time That wasn't my experience Since the last time of my record As far as um, just having like all these Romantic experiences And love, 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 love Now I had a lot of things happen You know, a lot of things A lot of things that weren't good too So I wanted to make sure I, I captured all of that On the new record And I think that, I did, and I think that that's going to connect with people a lot because it's not something that's just unique to me. I think it's just these type of life experiences that we all have. So I'm, I'm excited about it. I'm really, really, I'm really excited about this record. Wow. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah. I mean, I would, I would get real loud, but, you know, I know people at the radio and stuff. I'm like, yo, it's going to be crazy. You know what I mean? But I'm going to go back a little bit. Little bit. Wow. So T. Mitch, Darian's saying that, any woman he knows, they're not getting a song na- done after them or a Valentine's gift. Like, Darian, keep it real, bruh. Yeah, he's, he's gully with it, right? <laughs> I got to get on your level, bruh. You know, I'm going to get a dead, a dead daffodil. You know, that's all I'm giving out. That's what I'm giving out. This Valentine's Day. Look out for, for your boy, Darren. You're getting dead daffodils. It's a, it's, that's it. That's it. That's what we give out. Everybody, you, if you get one of those, you know where it came from. Much love. Your boy, D. <laughs> wow, that, that that's what I'm talking about. Go ahead, T. Mitch. I'm sorry, I, you, Darian's the man, bro. You know, we're gonna start, I, I something, know, new. We're gonna know. start something new. This is new. This is new. Starts now. Okay, well, taking a step away from the album just for a second, you know, we started off talking about you were the first guest on the inaugural episode. We know you had an event during inauguration weekend down at Georgetown. Talk to us a little yeah, bit about yeah. that. Well, I mean, you know, as I'm sure anybody that was there or even anybody just witnessed the whole thing on TV or whatever, it was electrifying, you know, just to be in, in that in that area and just you could it, you literally could feel it in the air. I mean, it was cold, so it could partially have been that it was cold in the air as well. But I think there, there was more magic and electricity. I'm going to go with magic and electricity. I think that's what it was. But it was, it, yo, seriously, it, it was a great feeling, man. I mean, when you see people... Literally walk with their chest up and their shoulders high. You know, I mean, I, I, I mean, I could be tripping, but it really seemed like that. Like a lot of people just felt like, listen, this wasn't a fluke. You got to understand that this man made. He's back in office because he deserved it. Like the first time around, I, I think a lot of people looked at it like, you know, the situation was that, uh, you know, we had a lot, a lot of clownage going on, you know, between mm-hmm. Palin and all that other business, and they probably could have thought, you know, Palin came at the last minute, she jacked everything up, and by default, Obama got in because he could talk good, good English or something, I don't know, but this time around, you had a man that had all the resources available to him, you know, you understand what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and, and and that includes the media able to just build up his case and yada yada, and, and you know, Obama still came out on top, so I think a lot of people took this win, and, and you didn't have what you had the first time around, which was everybody showing up at the polls just on some, you know, first black yeah. president business. Yeah. So I think I think that 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 made their uh, made a different a different kind of feeling in the air. I know I know when I did the performance, you know, um, um, it was I don't know it was it was crazy because I, I did um I did this thing with Love Revolution. And when I said, you know, I, I hit this thing at the end when I said, um, and when I say four more, y'all say years. And I'm trying to tell you, the place erupted. It was like <laughs> they were listening to me and they were amped. But when it got to that, I mean, I, I thought they were going to come bum the stage. I was like, hey, 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 I'm not <laughs> me. I'm, you know, I'm just saying four more. I mean, he gets it, you know. So it was good, man. It was good. And I think that that's that, you know, that people need to remember that we have to be active constantly it's not just you know election time or whatever there's a lot going on and we have to constantly remember to, to do that you know if you really want to hold up your, your, your shoulders and stick your chest out man you know it's not just like a momentary thing you got to really be on it like it like it like it yeah yeah <laughs> kill you good you don't got anything more? man you know even though it has nothing to do with that i the only thing i gave mitt romney credit for was do you know that guy was 65 years old? Oh, no, I didn't know that. 
I don't watch any of those shows at all. I'm gonna just be 100 about it. I don't watch any of them. I watched um, I watched The Voice um, whenever Jermaine Paul was on because I actually had um, I had you know we we talked about this last time, but I, I had won the Budweiser. Um, you know, Battle of the Bands joint or, or whatever that was, and I had judged the joint that he was on, and he won that locally in New York, and then he went on to do The Voice like soon after. So I, I actually watched a couple of episodes of that. Plus, I also know Dude is really dope. He sang Felicia Keys, etc. And I also watched the show called Duets really quickly because another cat that was on on the uh, Budweiser show was a cat named Jay Rome, and he was on that. And both of those guys are incredible singers, like ridiculous. But when you look at the show, it's very obvious that they're not, not choosing the songs they want to sing because the songs that they're singing generally don't highlight their particular skill set. Right. Not that they don't sing them well. They sing them great. But I'm just saying, you, you, it's like, it's plastic because you can see, you're like, this isn't a song that this artist would really sing because I've seen this person in their hometown and I know what they sing. So there's that aspect of it. But again, it's television. So, I mean, I'm not going to, you know, I mean, you can only go but so far about it. I mean, my taste and their taste might not be as broad as, all of North America or whatever it is, you know? But going back to uh, the show and the judges, um, it's entertainment. All of it is entertainment, you know what I mean? It's kind of like reality TV, you know? People can't take that too seriously because that stuff is scripted. And when people think that, oh, that's how they're living, and that, that's not how they're living, that's a script. You know, I think a lot of the drama with the judges is scripted. I think a lot of the judges don't have a place to be up there and talking about who can sing. Of course not. I mean, let, let's just be 100. I'm not going to disrespect anybody because all of those judges have had careers and they've been successful in their own right, but a lot of them could not ever stand and talk to some, some, of, the, some of the singers that are on there and try to tell them how to sing. Maybe perform because they've been on stage with thousands and thousands of people, but as far as singing, no, 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 no. So overall, I take it for what it is. It's entertainment. I don't think that it has pushed um, pushed the genre, and if you want, if you want to call it a genre, I don't think it's it's forwarded it enough uh, the aspect of the make it musician. You know, like other than artists like Kelly Clarkson or like you know uh, Fantasia, who've actually been able to do stuff off that platform. I think in general, it's not made for that. It's made for them to make money as as their show because at the end of the year, everybody's really a throwaway. And it's really what you do as an artist that makes what it is. You know what I mean? Like, uh, who was that cat that won the first one? Because I, I think I did watch part of that. Clay, Clay Aiken? Uh, yeah, Clay, no, Clay, yeah, Clay Aiken won the first one. No, he right? didn't. No, he Robin won the Stutter second one. Robin Stutter beat him. He was the second one? Kelly Clarkson won the first one. Kelly Clarkson? Yeah. Okay, I, I don't even one. know. Ruben Stutter beat Clay Aiken? Yeah. Okay, yeah. but then but then Ruben didn't get to do as much as Clay did at one point, right? I don't, I don't remember. Right. See, this, this yeah. tells you now you know. Now I'm talking out my now I'm talking that Jed Daffodil stuff. So let's 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 continue and, and commence on to the next. Let's go. Hey, Kevin. We have one minute left. Oh, you? Okay. I know it went fast, man. We went real we, fast. What happened? We could talk to you all night. Where will you be next? That's where we need our people to know before you go. Okay, where will I be next? Oh, uh, wow. Now I'm going to, only a minute. Okay, well, uh, <laughs> yeah, I got, well, I'm doing this show. Uh, uh, oh, man. You know what? <laughs> I'm going to have to direct everyone to thisisdarian.com. I'm okay. updating everything on there because I'm going to be honest with you. You kind of caught me off guard. I got a minute left. <laughs> Don't know what I'm talking about. Still on the dead daffodil thing. So, thisisdarian.com. <laughs> Check me out there, RighteousMusicMedia.com. Check me out on Facebook, Darian Online, Darian Dean. Check those places. I will have, we're doing a couple of things, but to be real, 100, I'm really focusing on the record, so there's spot dates at the moment, so that's the main thing. But this is Darian.com, RighteousMusicMedia.com. Check us out, and that is where the info will be. There you go from our one of our favorite guests of all time, the one and only Damn. Darian. We we got to thank you one more time for spending time with us, man. No, thank really you, brothers. I always it. have a blast, man. I have a blast. I can't believe the time is done. I had all this stuff to talk about, man. You know what that means? We got to have so you I back think, on again. That's all. It is. Thank you. See, I, I really yeah, fucking for that. That's what I was saying. I was really like, yo, man, I didn't want to have to beg and ask, so I figured I'd just say, you know, I got all this <laughs> stuff. And y'all would you, give me. And next time, I'll make sure that T. Mitch doesn't have that first half hour where he be playing and cutting his nails and all that other stuff. We're just going to have you on for the hour, man. I got you. Don't even worry about it. I felt... I, I, don't, don't <laughs> no comment. <laughs> so, Stop telling that, that bad note, move, man. 
we got to close out, T. Mitch. Yeah, man. Go ahead, man. Next week we do our Wednesday rewind. We're gonna have the Chancellor of Soul, Mike Boone, on the show. We're gonna spotlight Tammy Terrell. I was supposed good one. to say Tammy Terrell. I know that's why I said it because you hit me with the clipping nails. And you know what? That, so. wow. I'm a, you, you lucky times up, man. You're gonna pay for that. Anyway, we want to thank Darian one more time for spending time with us. For T. Thank Mitch you, and myself, we will be back next week when we will try to do better. Until then. X to the L, everybody. Take care. Enjoy your week. We'll see you soon. Happy Valentine's Day. Good night. Good night. Good job, Peace. <laughs>